Welcome to the Bible Marathon. The Bible Marathon is run in order to distribute Bibles to the persecuted church. So if you've been blessed by this video, I want to ask for your help, and that is to sponsor the Bible Marathon. And for all the info, you can go to thebiblemarathon.com. Now, in the last video, we started with Genesis 1, verse 1, and today we will pick up with Genesis 1, verse 1, being such a foundational verse at the beginning of God's Word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the Apostle John, in his Gospel, chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, he wrote the following, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So here John wants to make it clear that there are distinct persons in the Godhead. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. And as we will see in uh, Genesis 1 verse 2, we also see the Spirit of God. So throughout the Bible, God has revealed himself as three distinct persons persons, the Father, the Son, also known as the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit. And these three distinct persons have one divine essence. So there is truly only one God. Now, obviously, for our finite mind, that may be hard to comprehend, but the Bible has been very clear about three distinct persons and one divine essence. And God is known as the eternal I am, the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the one who changes not. So in the beginning was the word, a reference to Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And here John wants to emphasize that the Word, Jesus, is distinct from creation, that he is the eternal God. Now, when we start with creation, we may have the question, or perhaps we should have the question, why did God create? And in the previous video, I emphasized that all of creation is about the glory of God. But there are um, 
three verses or three passages that I want to read, and they are all found in the New Testament, that gives us the reason or the background for why God created. And it wasn't that he was lonely and needed people. That is a very deficient view of God, to say the least. So let's start with Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. And Paul wrote, For by him, speaking of Jesus, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. All of creation is through Jesus and is also for Jesus. So, so the thrones, the dominions, the rulers, and the authorities in the heavenly places exist for Jesus. And he is before all things, highlighting that he is the eternal I am, and in him all things hold together. Now in Ephesians 3, starting at verse 7, Paul gives us, um, Paul reveals a mystery, a mystery that was hidden for ages in God. So let's start at Ephesians 3, verse 7. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the power of his working. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God? And then there is a reference to creation, who created all things. And now Paul gives us the mystery of why God created. Who created all things so that through the church, through God's saints, through God's people, through the called-out assembly, so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. That was the mystery, the plan of God, that was hidden until God chose Paul to reveal it. And notice that this is to be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Now, in 1 Corinthians 2, Paul said something similar. 
kind of like the other side of the coin, so to speak. And in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 6, we read, Yet among the mature do we, or we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages, before he created anything, for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So, Jesus' death on the cross is the grand design or the grand fulfillment of God's eternal plan, of God's eternal or manifold wisdom. So Jesus Christ and him crucified is the central theme, and I would say the only theme of the scriptures. And going back to Ephesians 3, Paul wrote, this was according to the eternal purpose that he, that is God, has realized, has brought about in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus Christ and him crucified is the grand design of creation.